Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. I'm here with my co-host, Tate Matthews. And Tate, you said that you feel like you need to be masked the whole time. Why? In light of my record through weeks one and two of picking, I believe I should have to wear a face covering the entire show. Not because you're against spreading potentially COVID-19. Well, I'm against that as well. But, well, I'm just saying it's for a different reason. It's 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 because I'm you don't punished. want anybody to recognize you. Yeah, it's the record is embarrassing. <laughs> However, I was fed some bad information last week, but that's okay. I'm a big boy. I, I picked it. I got to own it. And you were fed the correct information. You just thought it meant more than what it did. Correct. We'll get to that later. Yes. Hey, have you ever noticed too that uh, when you're like out in the store and you get the mask on, people don't notice you, or maybe that's their excuse for acting like they don't notice you. <laughs> it's been good, hasn't it? <laughs> it's a built-in excuse. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that was you. <laughs> I tell you what I have noticed is that when you walk into, like I, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, you walk into Walgreens and you don't have it on, you know right away by the looks you're getting by the people in line. <laughs> um, but, man, you know, we, we wore them at the game. What Friday you got to do? Uh, you know, it's 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 not that bad. It's what you got to do, man. Got to do it. Got to do it. I hope the sound is. But with my beard now, a lot of people can't tell if I actually had the mask on or not on, and it's a disguise, cloak. Tate, let's talk about volleyball. Let's get right on onto volleyball here. Summit, I'm telling you, sleeper in volleyball. Setting it up. They've got some size. Three zero sweep of Franklin, led by Riley Goliath. Kind of very like important. Goliath, right? I mean, very impressive. Uh, she had 30 assists. Butler commit Destiny Cherry and Rebecca Fry both with 11 kills. Uh, again, I think I think they're a team that maybe plays Brentwood the closest because of the size they have. Yeah, I think Summit wants to take over number two this year. Don't know if they're quite there yet, but they they they're. I know this. They're on Brentwood's radar. Coach Campbell said they they are much improved this year. What's that say about Brentwood when you open? Not that they're saying this, but they probably would. When you're openly saying, we want to take over number two. Not number one. <laughs> we want to take over number two. I mean. It's crazy, isn't it? There's nothing to compare it to. Seven Pete working on an eight Pete. Maybe the two best players to ever. Now they have the same last name, but maybe the two best players to ever play in the state come through your program. I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Ravenwood swept Centennial 3-0 on Friday night. Independence over Page 3-1. Fairview goes 4-2 and, and wins the silver bracket of the Coyote Classic, and they also defeated Montgomery Central last week. Fairview much improved the last couple of years. That, they really they are. Got a, they, they're, on a, they're riding that high, and it's become a program now. It's fun to watch. And who do I they, hope they can kind of be like their wrestling program. And who do they have to stay away from when it gets deep? Nolo. No. And? Portland. Both. That's right. So that's, I mean, those are two high-level programs. So they, they've got to stay away from those two uh, when it matters. So you hope they play Nolensville in the region final, right? That's what you hope. And then in the sub-state, you hope you stay away from Portland. Right. But that means you probably had to beat Nolensville because Portland's probably going to win their region. So I don't anyway. think anybody's beating Nolensville. No, I, I, don't, I don't either. Except Brentwood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk soccer. Fairview had a kiss your sister 2-2 tie with Sycamore. Franklin, a 0-0 tie with Hendersonville. And Centennial absolutely boat raced Riverdale. Yep. 
9-0. Impressive win for Coach Williams in Centennial. Coach Marilyn Williams. She's got it going in her got first Got it going. Year. I like it. That's a good – hey, Riverdale's not, uh, you know, that's not – Jackson Central Mary or something like that. That's a good <laughs> soccer program. Big win. Well, it goes back to what we always say. I mean, you can finish fifth or sixth and be pretty darn good. I mean, Centennial, yeah. if you look over the past few years, they've dominated the out-of-district schedule. Correct. It's just when you get to that district schedule, it's so tough. Uh, golf, Centennial with a 160, 70, 176 win in boys over Summit. And then the Summit girls win 84-91. Low score. Right. It's a little confusing. It's a little confusing. Yeah. A little confusing. Franklin and Brentwood split. Franklin girls with the win. Brentwood boys, again, we're talking golf. Uh, Franklin also swept last week. Summit. So, golf. Cooper Wilcox with a 38. Brother of Mr. Wilcox from last year. That's that's strong, right? That's strong. It's very strong. Jeez. And I believe – our girl Sophia, I think she shot maybe a 38 in that particular match as well. What about cross country? It, it, they, it was where? Not Sanders. Saunders Ferry Road in Sumner County. Okay. Anybody who knows much about Hendersonville and Beach, and we've talked about this off air, nobody knows better than you. There is a difference between Hendersonville and Beach, and it's, it's yes. both ways. Like, yes. Hendersonville wants you to make sure they're not Hendersonville, they're Beach, and Beach wants you to know, yeah, that's right, we're Beach. Hendersonville it would is, tell uh, you. It is intense. Hendersonville would tell you that they're located in Hendersonville proper. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And Beach, in fact, my old principal there at Beach High School, Frank Cardwell, tried to get that city officially named Shackle Island. I wish they had a. It's, they should use that, obviously. There was there. a basketball coach at Beach that laid the smack down on the commandos for about a decade. <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't start I'm off. I'm sure that they're way, glad he's gone. <laughs> It certainly ended up that way, but, uh, you know, Kerry West, great coach out there. We had some great battles uh, over the years. But you're, enough. but you're not denying that? Well, not at the end. Okay. Not at the end, All especially. Right. <laughs> in the beginning, it was the other way around. Yeah. Uh, by the way, in that particular meet, uh, 12 boys teams, 11 girls teams, uh, Brentwood takes the girls' title, uh, Independence finishes second, Franklin fourth. And then on the boys' side, Franklin wins with Brentwood finishing second. Here's what I thought was interesting, Tate. Brentwood on the boys' side had the first two. They had first and second. Kevin Vanderkoek, Brody Chapman. But Franklin won the overall because there's multiple racers, I guess you would call yeah. them, that you consider their time. So it's about that total team score, not necessarily your top one or two. That's right. Team score. Franklin, they're really in the secondary sports. They're really getting – Picking it up. Good, man. Yeah. Picking it up. So, I noticed on the Tennessee mile split, I think that's the, that's kind of the end-all, be-all there for cross-country, uh, that particular publication, or you can go online and check out uh, different races, different meets. They've got Franklin ranked number one in the state. I saw that. Uh, in cross-country, so pretty interesting. Now, I will say this. Last year, Franklin sort of dominated through the year, but when it mattered at the state meet, Brentwood actually finished higher in boys and girls. So we we'll need see. to ask the Hall of Famer this week, Jay Johnson. I'd love to know. This is – I'm willing to bet it's the first time Franklin's ever been ranked number one in cross country. Would love to know. We'll skip Cormac Carolyn, the coach there, and just go straight to Coach Johnson and ask. Well, I mean, the guy's been there for – Coach Johnson definitely knows his history. Right. Uh, by the way, Caitlin Vanderkoek on the girls' side from Brentwood finished third. Julia Hartman – uh, from Independence, finished fourth. And I counted, there was like 11 of the top 15 on the girls' side were actually from 
Williamson County Schools. So pretty big deal. Very similar on the boys' side as well. Well, and you can see, like you were talking about with the boys on the girls' side, independence. Uh, they had a lot of people in that top 15. Therefore, the second place finish. Makes a difference. Yes, it does. All right, let's talk football here. Uh, what a wild week. Welcome to 2020. Uh, games for Friday moved to Thursday. They moved it to Thursday because of weather. The weather was still bad on Thursday. Some people played a quarter. Some people switched locations when they made their game up on Saturday. And it turns out uh, Coach Crawford, and I think Nowensville too, kept No, they their, played Thursday night. Oh, they, played, yeah. they got theirs in on Thursday. So yep. it was just Brentwood? On Friday night? Yes. Yes. I think there were only two games in the mid-state. Brentwood, B.A., and Shelbyville, uh, whoever played, Shelbyville played. Um, anyways, yeah, I think Columbia. there was only two games. They, they came out looking pretty darn good by keeping it on Friday. Now, it was a little rain. You and I were there on the sidelines for the game. A little rain, but I kind of – I liked it. I did too. I had my Adidas rain gear on. Dry. Dry as a bone. Dry as a bone. Well – yeah, there was rain, but there was no lightning. Right. And then, really, what, second quarter it quit raining, halftime? You know, so, yeah, they, they – um... Even though the, I've got a buddy of mine who thinks he's a weatherman predicted that there would be no rain on Friday as the downpour starts on the way to the game. <laughs> he's a glass half full kind of guy. <laughs> it, was very, it was more than half full by the time we got there. <laughs> it was a deluge. <laughs> hey, you mentioned it. Last week, boy, those turf fields come in handy. It's nice. Nice. Appreciate the taxpayers at WCS <laughs> stepping up. And really, we need those. We need them. We've got all these teams that practice on the need fields. Them. Need them. Especially uh, the – yeah, all of them need them. You know, it's just – We'll have them. Well, and so now they have – Brentwood High has a freshman game today. You know, uh, after that much rain, had they played and torn that field up, the last thing he's going to want to <clears> do <throat> is tear that field up again on Monday, right? Doesn't have to worry about it. Well, here's the other thing. I mean, all kind of kidding aside there, it becomes dangerous too. If you've got a field that's really, really, really wet and it's not one that maybe drains very properly, then you've got those big linemen, get that spike caught, and then now you're talking potential injuries. Yes. So it's more than just a look thing or a sloppy thing. It can be a health thing too. Brentwood 14, Brentwood Academy 34. Now, look, I know Coach Crawford's not going to make any excuses, but you and I talked about this. Thomas, America's Got Talent Day, was out. Uh, the kicker in Walker Merrill was a little dinged up, so he didn't play on Friday night as well. But you think about it. If Thomas is there, and no offense to the guy they had kicking, I mean, it's tough conditions, all that kind of stuff. The guys doesn't even have a chance to return. They have two touchdowns returned right. on kickoffs. That does not happen if Thomas is there. Again, no excuses. Right. I know Coach Crawford wouldn't make an excuse. And, you know, I thought it was interesting in talking to Coach Crawford earlier in the year and the other football coaches, and I noticed this happened in several games. He was most worried about special teams. Yep. Because that's not something you're probably drilling like you do some other things unless you have those scrimmages and the jamboree. So you see a lot of special teams hiccups in some of these games, and they, they definitely had a couple. Yeah, they did. I mean, you you know, just right there, take away, uh, take away 14 points, and it's a six-point game, right? So that's tough. Uh, you're right. That's and, and Brentwood Academy had that luxury too. If the ball goes out of the end zone, you can't return it, and that's what they would have. But you know, Tanner Weber had a great game last week. You know, and um, it, still, it's up to the coverage team to make the tackle. 
right? No doubt. So, no doubt. Like you said, no excuses. I think, Coach, uh, non-region game and also got to think about getting all the way through. I think we played some young people on special teams. Again, doesn't matter. We're going to need you to make that tackle later on in the year. So, but, yeah, you take those two away. And then Walker, I believe Walker plays if he's if it's an in, if it's a region game, you know, and call it what it is. That that BA defense was very physical and got after him, but that guy stretches the field a little bit. It's the first time I'd seen House uh, since I don't know that I saw them last year. I, I was impressed with him. They've got two real athletic guys on the outside when they're both there. So, and, and hey, give it give the credit where it's due. Brentwood Academy is. They're a little bit different look this year, but they're a physical football team. They're going to win a lot of games. Brentwood up 7-3 on that first kickoff return. Then later on, they'd cut it to 27-14. And I could – and, again, I'm biased. I get this. I could feel momentum kind of heading back to Brentwood. They were doing a good job of stopping Brentwood Academy. And then what happens? He runs another one back. And then it was total win out of the sales. It was was over then. It was definitely over. Uh, Brentwood only 231 yards of total offense, which obviously is a little low for them. Again, I know the conditions probably played part in that as well. Well, and here's the kicker too: if if I had to, Brentwood held Brentwood Academy. Talk about how big those two special teams plays were. Brentwood held Brentwood Academy to under 200 yards of offense. Well, if I'd have told you before the game Brentwood's going to hold, a, you'd have taken that in a heartbeat, right? No so, doubt. And it, it was phys- uh, <clears throat> Spencer Rich physical had some big hits. Fun to watch. Centennial, 17, Smyrna, 34. Now, this is a game that was moved from Friday. They started on Thursday. They got about a quarter in. Smyrna's up 14-0. It was much of the same when they got back together on Saturday. Uh, Smyrna ends up extending the lead to 28-0, but gives Centennial credit. And I think this was still ones-on-ones, too. They fight back, cut it, out, cut it back to 28-17. Uh, but really, it's too big a hole at that point to overcome uh, for Centennial, again, um, after being down 28 nothing on the road. And then starting back up on Saturday, that's a little odd, too. Yeah. So a lot to deal with there for the young Cougars. Especially with a young team. But, you know, starting to see some improvement. Brendan Jones had a touchdown run, had a touchdown pass. Uh, you know, now that was after they were down. But it doesn't matter. They're getting better. They're getting in reps. They were young. They knew that going in. But... Um, that's really where, what they have to look out of with that game. But you're right. That's, um, there's a, that's tough for an experienced team to do what they Thursday and started back on Saturday with 5.42 left. I would have liked to have seen the clock operator trying to get that up there. That couldn't have been easy. But, yeah, that's improvement. That's all they can do, get better every week. Franklin, 25 at Riverdale, 30. Probably the most disappointed uh, were the Admirals because they were up. Yep. It's a road game. Uh, they're up 25-14 late. And then Riverdale gets a safety there late in the third quarter that really seemed to kind of flip the script, so to speak. And who would have thought that Franklin, if you look at their stats, uh, 410 total yards, but only 34 of those rushing. That, that's a shocker to me. It really is, and that's you hate to see. Especially with the conditions. Especially with the conditions. And that's, you hate to see them lose this game late. Uh, Connor Bevan, without a doubt, the best passing game that he's had. Best passing game they've had at Franklin in years. But, Since probably the Critchlow years. Yes, right? yeah. And 376 yards, I don't even know that he did that in a game. Four TDs, so just tough, man. Uh, and, and, and that's the thing, too, is Riverdale's defense is good. Um, 
So for them to put up 25 points, I would have thought that would have definitely been a win. But it's 2020, man. Obviously, that's the reason I'm wearing my mask. I can't, I can't, I can't predict any of this this year. Carson repass, five receptions, 134 yards and a touchdown. Carson Gardner, three receptions, 95 yards and a TD. Also, our man Taylor Spirito and Grayson Bruce, both with touchdowns for the Admirals. Again, tough loss, and they've got a big task this week as they host Ravenwood. We'll talk about that one yes. in just a bit. Nolansville, this one's closer than I thought it was going to be. 24, Watertown 20. That was a Thursday night game that actually was finished along with the Franklin game. Uh, early field goal and then a long connection. You're going to hear this one a lot this year from our man Ryder Gallardi to Ben Coggin. The game's 10-7 early. Uh, and then Nolansville, kind of a back and forth of 17-7, 17-14, 24-14. 24-20. And I'll tell you there at the end of the game, I thought that was big. The missed extra point uh, by Watertown that could have cut it to three, but now they're having to get a touchdown rather than just a field goal to tie. But no one ends up getting the ball and runs out the clock anyway. But that missed extra point, those think special teams. Those things are big. That's why there's three phases of the game, man. You know? And if you don't have all three of them, a lot of times, especially games like this, it'll get you. But, you know, Ryder Gillardy did what he did. Um, not great, uh, not great field conditions, but you know, managed the game uh, both with his feet and his arm. And I love that guy, man. I can't wait till the weather gets better and he can start really lighting it up again. I think he's uh, <clears throat> not from us, but maybe a little underrated, just because there's so much talk about some of the other guys. It's fair at, at quarterback, but I think I mean Gillardy's legit. Now. He's legit. He can play anyway. I remember a couple of years ago when. Uh, I think he was a, a freshman, and a team I knew was was playing them, scrimmaging them. And they came back and said, hey, I don't know who that other quarterback is. They were talking about Gloria. They were like, that kid can throw it. He's going to be good. And he has been. John Ribeiro, a pick six in the second quarter. Need to mention that for no one's feel. Obviously, pretty big deal there. I mean, a pick six, come on. Yeah. That's fine. And look at the score. That's right. <laughs> I'm glad it was, it was at least a pick five. <laughs> we'd been in trouble. Right. <laughs> All right, Peyton, here, this, this one surprised you a little bit. This is what you were alluding to yeah. and why you've got your mask on the whole time because you don't want anybody recognizing who you are because you're so embarrassed. The sophomores and freshmen playing on the line for Paige, and don't get me wrong, Siegel, is that a powerhouse? No, but they're, they're 6A. There's a difference, right? When you're talking about 5 and 6A and Paige loses what they lose, and that game was crazy. So Thursday night, scheduled for Friday. Thursday they're going to play at Siegel. Doesn't work out. Oh, it's announced we're going to play at Page on Saturday at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. That changes. And what do they do? They go play at Blackman at 10 o'clock on Saturday. So give those young puppies or young patriots some credit. They hung in there. Some of that stuff, that's a little uneven now in terms of, Gosh. A, of a game. Usually a veteran team perseveres. But this is a young team. They come out on top. 22-17. Great job of Coach Rathbone and the Patriots. Oh, great job by them. And, you know, that's what – they're starting three sophomores and a freshman on the offensive line. Now, I don't care where you are. That is tough to do. And that's why I just – and I didn't – you know me. I, I picked Paige to beat Fairview. I'm a Paige guy. But I thought that's too much. So, I'm glad they proved me wrong. But I think you've got to pay, pick Paige. No, no matter what you think, you've got to pick Paige this week or you will not be able to make a visit 
to pay Chinese schools. Hey, I just need some better information. <laughs> a big touchdown reception, 25-yard pass to Michael Mayer there with 114 to go. And I'll tell you what, was, what I also like, and I know Coach Rathbone loved this too. Big goal line stand at the end of the game. Two plays there inside the five, I guess it was, or inside the ten at least, to end the game. Page comes up. They stop Siegel. Big 22-17 win. And I said going in, and I believe this, I thought that was a big game for both of those teams. I agree. And so, Siegel, I think you're going to see they're going to reel a little bit. Well, we, we, we say it every year because it's true, man. They lost a lot of people. Cade Walker, one of the best uh, quarterbacks they've ever had there. And that's a big statement, you know. Those kids play hard for Coach Rathbone. Coach no Rathbone is not the funniest guy. I mean, he's funny, but he doesn't show that side much. You know what I'm saying? Man, they play hard for that dude, period. The, the thing about Coach Rathbone, too, he's one of those guys that uh, I think, you know, if he ever left, that you would see a lot of things that are going well that you take for granted doesn't mean they're going to continue to go well. That's right. He takes care of his business, does a good job in the classroom. He, he's a great asset to Page High School, no Agreed. doubt. 100%. Ravenwood 38, Blackman 9. Now, this was going to be a, a TV game, but they moved it to Thursday from Friday. That didn't work out, so they move it to Saturday. And I really like this now because we're not dealing with college football right now, even though the college football season wouldn't be really full force at this point anyway, right? But this would be the weekend coming up. Right. But that noon game, I went out there to watch that game. It was kind of cool that they I had that, that Saturday noon game. The weather was great, a little warm. Yes. Uh, but Ravenwood absolutely dominated. And how about my, my man, Junior Colson? He gets a block punt, a fumble recovery, and oh, by the way, he's been getting on Coach Daniels, like, let me re return. In fact, I will say this about Junior. This is no offense to Junior at all. But when he received the punt, or was it maybe it was a kickoff? Uh, it was kickoff. Kickoff. I thought, man, that guy, he must be young back there. He didn't catch that very cleanly. <laughs> But once he got going, I mean, it was to the house. So, yeah. man, what a great athlete Junior Colson is and a great young man. Yep. He is a neat kid, just like so many of these guys uh, in this district. Uh, I was able to, to meet him and talk to him on media day. Just fun to be around. Big personality. Big personality and big player on the field. Like I said, towards the end of last year, I don't know that anybody was playing better than him. And He's a stud. I I'm telling you, Ravenwood is legit. They are. Um, we've, if, and it's because of Coach Daniels, I've said it on here, if you've been listening to him, uh, he was really, really hiring on Trevor Andrews. A little bit different offense under him, uh, but man, just as explosive. Ross Johnston we knew was going to have a big year. Brennan Stool, it's, I don't know, man. I, 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 what Blackman is considered the number two in Rutherford County. What does this say about the the the, um, the debate that's been going on Twitter? Which conference is better? Well, it's not close. You enjoyed this, didn't you? I, I enjoyed this a lot. In fact, uh, uh, some have said that Ravenwood maybe is our number two. So the two's lined up according to some predictions. That's right. Absolute dominant, and it could have been worse. I mean, they, worse. they they definitely called the dogs off for sure. Uh, Trevor Andrews, you talked about him. Touchdown passes to Mr. Johnston, Jake Brenningstow, and Lee Millette. Hope I'm saying that right, Lee. Uh, just a great win for Ravenwood. And I'm looking forward to their game this week, which we'll talk about in a minute. Summit, big win over Spring Hill. They scored on the first and last two possessions of the first half. They cruised to a 28-7 win. Again, I know Spring Hill uh, likes to talk about that being a rivalry. Now you got to win some. 
for it to be a rivalry, so I don't think that one's a rivalry at this point. Destin Wade, who was the Gateway Tire Male Athlete of the Week last week, 14 for 20, 253 yards and two touchdowns. Touchdown receptions for Mr. Brandon King and Brady Pierce. Dominant performance by Summit. Dominant performance. Did you see the catch Brady Pierce made? Incredible. Unbelievable. I mean, that's got to be up for – I don't know if there's a play of the year, but that's got to be up there for it. Brandon King, he, he is emerging as a playmaker. Um, yeah, this, this one was – this one would have been Boat Race City if Coach Coleman wanted it to be Boat Race City. You know, you get the sense, too, and, again, I'm not putting pressure on Summit here, but they're going to have a lot of these kind of games. They just are. Yep. They're going to dominate. And I, I think what you're seeing with, with Coach Coleman, which is smart, not going to just overuse these guys, wanting to be ready uh, for playoff time. And you just get the sense, man, when, when, that, when we start getting towards the end, you're really going to see them uh, go to a new level. Fairview versus Hickman, or East Hickman. We talked about it last week. That was canceled. They ended up changing that game to Ripley. And by the way, Tate, this week's gym, Coach Hughes. Now, I want you to think about this. So he was going for win number 100. So East Hickman cancels. They add Ripley, so now he's got to win that game to get win number 100. But since they cancel, I think it goes back to East Hickman because that was the original game. It's a no contest, win number 100 for Coach Hughes. Because of COVID. Yeah, so if he's going to put that on anything, like – going to put that on a ball? On a plaque. <laughs> <laughs> I think when he takes care of Cheatham County this week, we're going to write that one down as 100 for him. Knowing him the way we know him. Whatever you do, Coach Hughes, whatever they, they get for you, a plaque or whatever it is, put it as the Cheatham County Cheatham game. Cheatham County game. And by the way, that could be ugly. Early ugly. Early ugly. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? 100th win, didn't even get to play. It was a forfeit. And, hey, Ripley, I give him uh, credit. Whoever that guy told you it wasn't going to rain was the – <laughs> Same person. You know, they were calling for tornadoes and lightning. You know, that's a long way to drive. To So, I get it. Crazy year. Independent CPA, another one of those games. Friday, let's move it to Thursday. Weather didn't work out, and then they just canceled that game altogether. So, let's go home. That one didn't get played. All right, this week's games. Brentwood, 1-1 one one at Dixon County, 0-2. Brentwood, number three, by the way, in the first AP poll. Uh, the Cougars have losses to Creekwood in week one. 23-7 uh, at Columbia last week. Uh, Dixon, look out because this is going to be get well game for Brentwood. I, I don't envy them having to host that game. No, this and this is coming at a good time. Tough. That's what's tough about those tough non-conference games that they have to schedule. That was a physical game, as we mentioned. A little banged up. So this is this is a good time for Dixon to come on on Brentwood's schedule. They will, you know. Get, get that offense back on track, get a nice win, and, and hopefully heal up a little bit this week. By the way, all region matchups this week that we're talking about. Centennial 0-2 versus Independence 0-1. That's our WCTV game of the week. Uh, short week for Centennial because they played Saturday. Right. Independence with some extended rest. Uh, looks like it might be a pretty good formula for Independence there. You would think so. Not a whole lot to go off of. You've only got one, one game of tape or film, whatever, for Independence, the Summit game, obviously, and that's the only one they've got with Jackson Campbell at quarterback. It was enough to scare the daylights out of you. 
But uh, you're right, man. It's independence. There's no way they're not still a little rusty. Centennial's got an extra game. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Fairview, Cheatham County, we talked about. Uh, Cheatham County, uh, they delayed the start of their season a week, but a 42-0 loss to Lewis County, unless there's like 30 guys that didn't play. You know, you can get Tennessee River access that way. Oh. <laughs> he, I might, <laughs> he might have the 40-foot Donzi fired up and waiting on him. Franklin, 1-1 one one versus Ravenwood, 2-0. and oh. uh, You know, the luster may be off this game a little bit. To me, I thought they were both going to come in 2-0. and oh. Not that it's not big. I mean, it's still a big game, right? It's a region game. Oh, yeah. But I thought there would be a lot more talk about, uh-oh, the Admirals, that big offensive line, they're coming in at 2-0, and oh, taking on Ravenwood 2-0. and oh. Doesn't mean they can't win, but I think it takes the luster off the game just a little bit. I'm talking outside looking in. No, I'm with you, yeah. I mean, it's – when it's a battle of undefeated, it's always a little bit more. But, um, you know, Ravenwood, hopefully uh, Ravenwood's not complacent with their 2-0. and And let's be honest, neither one of those games have been close. So they haven't really been tested. But Franklin does pose – they are different than anybody – than what they've seen in the first two weeks. But I don't know. I think this team's pretty dang good. Ravenwood, number four in the AP poll. And, oh, by the way – and this is so Coach Daniels, by the way. I love it, man. They can't play – Kane Ridge, looks like that game's not going to happen. So what happens? They go out and schedule number one ranked in the country, IMG Academy, for I think it's September 25th. And I give Coach credit. I give him credit. He's never shying away no, from that kind of stuff. he's not going to. Which I like about him. Hey, he wants everybody to know, we'll play the best. We're going to bring it on. We want to be the program. And, and um, that goes with the scheduling, too. And, you know, when we first – Heard they were playing Pulaski Academy. A lot of people thought that was going to be a, a – oh, that was a bad choice. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was a bad choice for Pulaski Academy. <laughs> Here's what I would say about IMG. IMG, a Hall of Fame coach told me one time, let me tell you something, boy. If they're willing to travel over 10 hours to play you, <laughs> they're either really good or really stupid. So I'm guessing IMG is – Pretty good. Now, I can't tell because I can't see your mouth. That's, I feel like that your dad would say that, but I feel like the voice you were using might have been uh, Coach Gentry. Close. Or Coach Flat. It was Coach Flat. <laughs> if I could have seen the mouth, I would have. <laughs> That's a great story. We'll tell it another day. But uh, Burns. Burns put the biggest beat down ever on NBA that I've ever seen. They had called Coach Flat. Coach Flat said, uh, yeah, let me, let me look into it. And he, so he, get, he tells Philip Montgomery, he says, hey, Get on, uh, get on, get on that uh, 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 YouTube. Uh, <laughs> what YouTube? <laughs> look them up. He takes one look at him, says, "We're not playing them." <laughs> Calls him back the next day and says, "Sorry, coach, but my headmaster won't let me play." Well, that's not true. But let me suggest NBA. NBA plays him. Uh, Mr. Mr. Rutledge scrim, uh, scheduled them. Bad move. And that was what he said. If if they're willing to come to you for nothing, they're either really good or really stupid. Nolansville, 1-1 one one versus Spring Hill, 0-2. Oh and, and I do think now it's giving Spring Hill a hard time. In that region, I think they're better than maybe their record indicates. Uh, they do have losses to Columbian Summit, two 5A playoff teams last year. So I think that's a tough matchup for Nolansville. I do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three touchdowns for Samson Johnson. He uh, goes off this week. I like it. They're not ready for this. Page, 1-1 one one at Shelbyville, 1-1. One they finished one and two in the region last year. These teams are both a lot 
different than last year. Yes. Not, not quite the matchup it was last year. Shelbyville, 38-13 loss to a much-improved Tullahoma team, and they also defeated Columbia Academy, which I don't think that was probably much of a test. <laughs> Uh, Summit. Oh, that was the other Friday game. That was it. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead. Summit two and zero at Columbia two and zero. Summit number two in the AP poll. Uh, again, a region matchup of playoff teams last year. I think that's a good game. I think it's going to be a good game. We'll see how. Let's go to our pick. We'll see what Mr. Wade has to say about so, that. So <laughs> now let's let's talk about this a little bit. So <laughs> by so the way, bad. fans, keep voting. WCSCO Athletics. Uh, last week's, so I want to make sure I'm fair to the standings. In last place, tied at seven and five, would be Dr. Jeremy Qualls, who was four and or four and three last week, and Mr. Matthews, who's three and four last week. A losing record, which may be a first, by the way. What does a losing record make you? <laughs> well, a loser. <laughs> you were, so you're seven and five. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> the fans are four. We're four and three, eight and four overall, and I'm still holding tight to number one. It's early in the season, I know it. No, you're, but I'll take it. You're doing a good job. Uh, nine and three overall at this point. All right, here we go, Tate. Let's go quickly. I'll start with the first game, Brentwood at Dixon County. I feel like I don't even have to say it. Brentwood, going with the Bruins. The Brew wins. Big win. Centennial versus Independence. WCTV game of the week. Who you got, Tate? I got Indy. I think Jackson Campbell is a dude. I'm going Indy also. I think they've got a little bit too much firepower. And again, Centennial's young now, really young. Fairview, Cheatham County. I'm going Fairview. It'll be the real 100th win for Chris Hughes on that night. And obviously, I think you agree. Fairview. Not close. He's riding back down to Snappy's. 40-foot <laughs> Donzi. Franklin Ravenwood. Who you got, Tate? That I hate to be a bandwagoner, but I'm starting to think Ravenwood might be the best team in the state. They're pretty good. I, I mean, I agree. When I watched them play, you know, because I predicted Brentwood uh, would maybe out, be better than them by the end of the year. Maybe they still will. But right now, to me, Ravenwood looks a lot closer to midseason form than Brentwood. But it is early. It's very early. I'm also going to pick Ravenwood, but I'm going to tell you this. I think it's a hard-fought, tough game. I don't think it's one of those it's over like the last two weeks. Right. I think it's going to be a really good game there at Franklin. Nolensville Spring Hill, I think it's going to be tight, but I'm going no low. No low. Three touchdowns from Mr. Johnson. Maybe in the first half. This one's not even close. Page at Shelbyville. God. Now, I'm going to tell you what I'm, I'm going to do, and I hate to do this. I've picked Paige. I picked them last week. I think being on the road, they're young. It's a short week. Because of that, I'm picking Shelbyville. Okay, I'll take Paige. They've shown me what happens when I'm a doubter. Obviously, the three sophomores and the freshman offensive line wasn't that big of a deal. Shelbyville is down. Got a new coach. Still trying to figure it out. I'm going with the Patriots. I hope you win that game and I lose it. But I wanted us to have one game that was a little different. Last game, because I knew we'd pick the others the same. Summit, Columbia, I'm going Summit, and it looks like the boat captain is back. You think it's close? I think it's closer than maybe people think. I think it's a boat race. Here's what I think. Uh, Destin Wade plays in the third quarter. <laughs> That's what I'm calling close. But not the whole third quarter. <laughs> maybe, I, I, maybe he doesn't play the fourth quarter, though. No pressure, old Sparty. Yeah. Boat, boat race. Not close. No. 
Uh, one, I think they're that much better. Two, this one's uh, – Coach Coleman was nice to Spring Hill. Columbia's in 5A. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? They're, Region they're my, matchup. Yeah, they're, they're, there's probably a message that needs to be made here, and I think it's made. And it's in the form of a boat race. Tate, I'm impressed you did the whole show with the mask on and I held it together looking at you. Hey. We definitely had to make eye contact. That's all I could see. And now I can't see even that. Well, the point is, if you get the right mask, you can do it. You know, it's not no fun, doubt. but hey. No doubt. No doubt. Tate, always good to see you. You too, brother. Can't wait. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next time on Sports Connection. Sports Connection.